Welcome to Star Wars Ranch Project. I'm your co-host, Jacob Burwell. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Well, that would be fun. I'm all thrown off now. Yeah, welcome to Star Wars Ranch Podcast. We're back for another exciting episode of two guys just talking about the wars. One guy who likes Star Wars and one guy who... Likes Star Wars and people. I like people. No, you do not. I like some people. You do not. We're just going to jump into it. Um, but we're going to hit some news. We're back on the news cycle. Not a lot of news, but we're going to do it. And we promised you last week that we would uh, talk about Clone Wars Season 7. But what we're actually going to do is... So wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Uh, we are going to watch it and comment on it live while we watch it it's going to be very interesting we've never done anything like this before i don't know how it's going to go uh hopefully it works or else i'll have to edit this part out of the podcast where i said we're going to do it that'd be fun to let them listen to our failures yeah but um but there's just not a lot of news so we're gonna um we're gonna hit what we have talk about a few things and then jump into that so um hopefully you stick around for it um yeah so the news this comes from Newsweek. Now, I was on Facebook, and... Um, That's a horrible place to be. There's a lot of horrible yeah. places in social media. Um, but, uh, what? No, I was going to say something inappropriate, so I'm not going to say it. Because yeah. almost everything's inappropriate now, so... This is true. Yeah, Keep moving. All right. Um, so... We're going to have a more politically correct episode than we did last week. I was fine last week. Okay, good. You're off the rails. I um, I sometimes get in the, I get in this habit of like collecting things here or there, like comic books. I was really into for a yeah. while. Um, got into baseball cards recently. Yeah, still um, into that. Been uh, eh, kind of off and on. Um, and then uh, that's your phone. There's Chewbacca. Yeah, and then um, uh, Star Wars toys. I've been getting you know last several years. I've been getting some Star Wars toys. But one of the things I like to do, Jacob, is I like to go to um, like antique shops, yeah, and things like that, or garage sales even. Sure. Um, but and just kind of look for toys that I think are kind of cool. Right. Um, if I stumble upon Star Wars toys, I'll get some of those. But anyway, um, there's an antique shop in the neighborhood I went through, and there's it's like multiple vendors in this one building, right? Are, are you gonna give them a plug? Uh, I. You don't know the name of it. I don't it? remember the name of okay. it. Okay, I'll do it next week. Well, can, anyway, can, can I stop so, you? Ro- stop you real what? quick. On, don't lose your train of thought because okay. I'm really interested in where you're going. I you, are. you, and I promise I am. You have seen. I, I don't do really toys, but on your on your journey there of, you know, garage sales, pawn shop type yeah. places. Uh, a mutual friend of ours got me that really cool oh, yeah. Star Wars. It's like a piggy bank. I'm trying to steal it. You. You did. Yeah. Um, but it has C-3PO and R2 on it. The Star Wars music comes on when you hit, when you hit the button. And both C-3PO and R2-D2 move and make yeah. their respective, like, noises with it. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I so, am into some older Star Wars stuff like so that. So I walked through, and uh, there's, a, there's, like, a new shop in there towards the end. And uh, this guy just has a f- 
tons of like 80s and 90s toys, right? Oh, I mean, really cool. From every genre. Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Thundercats, Batman stuff, Dick Tracy. Oh, wow. I mean, you name it, he's got like a, he's got it. So Yeah, neat. Um, so I was looking through some stuff. I wasn't really planning on buying anything, but I ended up buying a He-Man toy. Okay. Judge me. I don't care. Uh, Manny Faces, for those of you that know who that is, um, he just looks cool. So I bought him. Um, I overpaid a little bit for it, but that's okay. I was supporting the local business. and uh, But uh, I got to talking to the guy. I liked him on Facebook. I liked his business. And then and then I liked his uh, his own personal page um, because Man. he was transitioning from a Chicago store over to here or something like that. Oh, anyway, good for him. All that to say Getting this. out of the communist Cook County. All right. So I was on, uh, I was on his um, – or he showed up in my news feed the other day, yesterday I think it was. And um, with this with this uh, headline or news article, and it was about I don't know if you've heard this about Disney Star Wars uh, or Disney resetting Star Wars. I, I did. And so I read the article, and I my commented that no, nah, I'm not buying it. But let's I'm going to read this other article um, because this is really blowing up all over YouTube. Yeah, um, my my buddy Aaron. I'm sorry, Aaron, if you're listening. Aaron sent me that, yeah. and it was... Did you read it? I didn't. I saw okay, the link, well, and I immediately thought, okay, whatever, that's probably garbage. Yeah. Aaron is one who does his research, but... Well, let's let's jump into it. So um, I pulled this from Newsweek in the culture section by Emma Nolan. It's a lady, and I want to make sure before I continue that you're okay if I read this. I will. This is what we're going to do. As you at when you get through reading the paragraphs that she wrote, yeah. if it's something that I feel like she's worthy of uh, it being on our podcast, of having an opinion, that's <laughs> terrible. All right, let's read it. Stop, don't put words in my mouth. The Disney Star Wars reset rumors are completely insane. I love it. I completely now, agree with this her. This is an opinion piece, but all of this is opinion. So, right. uh, a new Star Wars rumor is doing the rounds, which suggests Disney is planning to effectively erase a big chunk of the sci-fi franchise's canon. The rumor yeah, started ridiculous. over on YouTube on the... Huh, this is an interesting name. On the Doomcock Overlord <laughs> DVD channel. So, I don't think there's a misspelling there. Maybe that's supposed to be clock? <laughs> Doom clock? It says Doomcock. D-O-O-M-C-O-C-K. Searching on YouTube, I would suggest probably don't search that on Google... Um, I don't know if it's correct or not. I wasn't going to venture out. Not sufficient for work. But I'm just going to say, if a guy's going around calling himself Doomcock, I mean, I don't know if I'd trust that guy. Probably not. Probably not the 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 most trustworthy person (laughs) on the internet. So, uh, so start over on old Doomcock's uh, YouTube channel. Boy, you are really enjoying that. (laughs) Doomcock Overlord. Uh, he who has speculated that episodes. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker will be essentially deleted. Man. There is, this is her chiming in now, there is no truth to these rumors, but the outlandish theories haven't stopped Star Wars fans from speculating widely. And so, like I said, I saw this on my news feed, and I start looking, and yeah, it's, there's, it's all over YouTube now. I'm sure it's all, I don't get into the Reddit and all that stuff. I'm sure it's all in that stuff. Um, you know, so a lot of people are talking about this. Doomcock says <laughs> says that plans are in place, which involves the Abrams and Ryan Johnson trilogy getting obli- obliterated out of existence. Like, Obl- obliterated. Like Alderaan. <laughs> 
The video containing the theory is titled, Star Wars Leaks Reveal Exactly How the Sequel Trilogy Will Be Erased, and has more than, at the time of this, reporting 455,000 views. Okay. Wow. That's lofty. So let me continue. We'll, okay. we'll jump into some of this. The idea stems from the plot line of Star Wars Rebels, of a Star Wars Rebels episode. And if you've seen Rebels, you probably already know where, where it's going to go. Doomcock. That's, I mean, it's the only name I have to okay. go by. You, you, at this point, you could just say the writer. No. Doomcock explains that in the season four, episode 13 installment titled A World Between Worlds. Have you finished Rebels? No, not yet. Oh. You haven't seen this. Um, what's to stop you from ruining everything for me? A World Between Worlds, the concept of the Veil of the Force was introduced. A mystical dimension of the Force that connects all time and space. Oh. And so if you haven't seen... They introduced time travel into Rebels? So to speak. It's... Uh, this is later, right? Four or yeah, five, it's season four or it's five. Near, it's near the end. There's only four seasons, so season and four. And so if you've not seen that, so spoiler alerts, but I'm not giving you too much, but there's, yeah, there's a, this realm, a, a, a world between worlds, quote unquote. And a lot of people don't like it. I don't I don't think I'm really a fan of that, but because uh, you can start to play loosey-goosey with Star Wars then, but I mean, in it, like, Palpatine was running around, kind of peeking in and out of different timelines, like, looking in. It was really, really weird thing. And then, um, you know, some of the other characters kind of get up in there. I'm not going to explain on on it because I don't want to ruin it. But it's basically this this dimension, so to speak, to where you can view different parts of the timeline. Right, right, right. Like like continuum, if you will. Like a... Gateway or a road to yeah. other timelines. Part, yeah, right. Yeah. And, that, and so you can travel. You just go in this gateway and you want to see 50 travel. years from now or 50 yeah, years back. Correct. And you could, theoretically, it seems like you could jump into those timelines possibly. And, I, and, I can't and remember if that actually happened. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, okay. so let's, yeah, no more on that. So, um, so this is old Doomcock here. He says, I have received confirmation from two additional sources claiming that this is spot on, that indeed Lucasfilm realizes they have a massive problem on their hands, that the Star Wars franchise is all, all but dead. Not buying it. And despite Kathleen Kennedy's hatred of this idea, Lucasfilm is preparing to render the sequel trilogy null and void. <laughs> Doomcock previously theorized that a so called civil way, instead of civil war, civil way. I, I think meaning like this is the way. I don't know. Going on at Lucasfilm between George Lucas, the original creator of Star Wars, and the production company's president, Kathleen Kennedy. Um, Doomcock clarified that the events from The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Skywalker, will be removed from canon, isolated in their own alternate timeline, and regarded as an Elseworlds-like in- installment under the label of Star Wars Legends, which is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. This notion would effectively see these movies consigned to a separate universe within the Star Wars multiverse. Uh, this is the quote. A massive reset is going to hit Star Wars universe, he says. Doomcock thinks this theory would be put into practice in the Disney Star Wars... Wait, hold on. Doomcock thinks this theory could be put into practice in the Disney Star Wars films Undone by Emperor Palpatine. So let's jump into that. Right. He says, Emperor, Emperor Palpatine had a room on the second Death Star called the Room of Mirrors. The mirrors were created by the Emperor prior to the Death Star through the dark side using ancient Sith rituals. 
These mirrors linked to the veil of the force served many purposes. Using them, Palpatine could manipulate the force in many ways to future his aims, he said. Uh, might be a little far-fetched, but Doomcock notes, Han doesn't walk stupidly into a lightsaber. Leia doesn't fly like Mary Poppins through space. Luke has nothing to run away from and consumes no green milk. And I inform there will be no amazing wonder ray as she was born after the Emperor's death. Um, so some on social media are dismissing, or many, uh, many people on social media are dismissing the hypothesis as nothing more than dumb rumors. However, disdain for the Disney Star Wars trilogy is nothing new. And it goes on to just talk about how there was, you know, the campaign to get rid of the last of the Jedi. Right. Um, and then... Oh. Yeah, that's it. So, I, I'm it. not buying it. I am not buying nope. it. Um, Complete garbage. You know, they say, uh, I, when I read that original article, they said that whole mirrors thing in Palpatine's room or whatever, that remember when Rey confronts the um, her, like, dark self, kind of? On um, and the last moon, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay. That it was she showed up like in a like there was like a mirror in there or something. Like yeah, yeah, I remember. She kind of shows in a mirror first or something. I can't yeah. remember. But and she, uh, yeah, and she was reflected in the last Jedi, yeah. so it was that kind of tie in there. But listen, listen, I, I think we agree. This is this is dumb. They're not going to do that. That's stupid. They're not going to – you can't just undo three movies that are part of the Skywalker saga. It makes zero sense. So Carrie Fisher is no longer with us, right? Yeah. We would essentially – you can't have a sequel trilogy without Leia. And you definitely can't have that now. You barely had it in in the the first ones, you know what I mean? Like um, Kathleen Kennedy – is still very much in charge of everything related to Lucasfilm and Disney. Much to my... Uh, Chagrin. There you go. Thank you. Much to your... Chagrin. Good. I'm, I'm glad you finally uh, stepped up to the plate with that comment. Um, I've said that multiple times. I know, but you know, you're getting lately. You're trying to appease the uh, masses, and you don't want to say anything negative about Kathleen because you know she's negative things about her all day long. But but this complete garbage uh, story made up by your boy Doomcock. Doomcock. It, it, it alludes to that Kathleen doesn't like this, but she doesn't have a choice. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Kathleen is in full control of everything. Well, if Kathleen didn't like it, it wouldn't be there. I do th- I do think she's on her way out. You've been saying that, I but, dude, that's is. not the case, man. I think she is. But, but this whole thing is garbage. It's hot garbage. It's not going to happen. And here's the other thing. As much as, as I don't like The Last Jedi, and as much as I'm disappointed with the whole sequel trilogy and kind of w- how it ended up and where it all went and, and the missed opportunities and missed and opportunities. How it, That's how the it, big one for You me. know, how it kind of impacts the saga. Yeah. It is what it is. It's done with. It's it's out there. Move on, people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm okay still talking about the things I don't like and the things I wish. But my point is, is like this whole let's start a campaign to get rid of the Last Jedi. Let's let's start a campaign to you can't get rid of it. It's, it's there. It's, it's here. It's, everyone has it seen is what it, it and is. everyone knows about it. You can't erase yeah. it. It is what it is. Move along. You know what I mean? It, and it's not going to it's not going to go away. Yeah. But I, I but let me just say I I don't I'm not saying don't talk about what you didn't like. I'm not that type of person. I'm okay with with everybody having a different opinion on on the films. 100% okay with that, and I'll talk about that stuff all day long. What I don't like is to say, 
much like everything else in the world now. I'll say this. Much if much like wa- everything else in the world now, what I don't like is we don't I don't like this, so it needs to go away. That I don't like. Okay? It the films have been made, they're out there. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. Um but you Come on, this is this is stupid. Well, and, and here's the thing, too. They're not just a steaming pile of garbage. I mean, eventually, at some point in the next month to two months, we're probably going to do a top ten moments of the sequels. And yeah. I feel like... We'll have ten. We'll find... Yeah, of course we yeah. will. I feel like we'll easily find ten. I mean, I, look, this is not something we're going to talk about right now. I like The Force Awakens. I like The Rise of Skywalker. Do I like it as much right now as I did when I walked out of the theater? No, not as not not as much. I like The Last Jedi more when I walked out of the theater than I did on my third and fourth and fifth viewing. That's kind of how it. That's kind of how it works. But um, you, I mean, you they're there. They're there. Like them or not, they're there. It's Star Wars. It's reality. We're here. We got to live with it. And it's, I mean, they're movies, you know? So, I mean, you know, come on. They're movies. You're clearly researching something heavy. No, we're good. All right. That's, uh, so, so I wanted to bring that out because it's, it's, uh, normally we wouldn't even talk about that, but it's, it seems like it's kind of picking up some steam and, and, um, Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Yeah. All right, I see. Uh, you know, I've read a little bit about what you're about to talk about: the oh. secrets of the Jedi. Did you? Are you stealing my thunder? Uh, I am. So, okay, but why don't you it. go? Out, well, why don't you go ahead and? I and feel jump like into you that. are setting me up for failure. No, I am not at all. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I look. We don't want to get into uh, any type of spoilers for Mandalorian season two, right? And I'm. Uh, I don't think this. I, okay. I okay. Really you. So you've read more than I have. Yeah. I, I saw a topic and yeah, hit really. print. Um, <laughs> Wait, you haven't even read this? Nope. The uh, Star Wars, unlike some people, I have responsibilities oh, that even, I focus on, even, and you just kind of sit in your throne <laughs> and and point to this guy and say, uh, 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 and and I and I and I work with my people. I work with them. I show them the way. I get my hands dirty, yeah. and you just sit on your throne and just just bark out orders and. But, you know, you make a lot more money than me, so. (laughs) Uh, The Star Wars book, Secrets of the Jedi, reveals more secrets. So there's a new book. It's called Secrets of the Jedi, right? The topic of this read is Star Wars. Secrets of the Jedi explains baby Yoda's force powers. So there's your hook. There's probably nothing in this didn't really at explain. all. It doesn't yeah. really explain. Well, it it sort of does. Uh, Star Wars book secrets. Uh, Star, the, the Star Wars book Secrets of the Jedi reveals more secrets about the balance of the Force, shedding light on Baby Yoda's Force powers. When George Lucas created the Force, he was inspired by the dualism of Yin and Yang, light and dark. Okay. The concept of balance gradually became integral to the Star Wars uh, franchise, especially with the launch of the prequel trilogy in 1999. Anakin Skywalker was revealed to be the Chosen One, destined to bring balance to the Force. Whatever that means, the article says. Secrets of the Jedi offers further insight into the importance of this balance and in doing so offers an explanation for why Baby Yoda and Rey uh, possessed force powers unseen elsewhere in the franchise. 
So now I am more interested because they brought Ray into it. Uh, this Disney era is gradually exploring the concept of balance one step at a time. It has suggested balance should be seen as a distant aspect of the Force, like light and dark. A mural of the prime Jedi seen in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Do you remember that? So it's the, uh, they're talking about that um, mural. 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 Um, remember when uh, they're kind of down in that, uh, it looks like a cave type area, Luke and Ray and um, The Last Jedi, and he's sitting oh, on Oh, on Octu? Yeah, it was, yeah, and he's sitting on that, looks like a, there's like water in it maybe. But yep, there's, yep, yep, yep. You see that Jedi sitting, and there's kind of like the yin and yang around him. He's kind of like in the middle of the light and the dark. He's sitting like, probably hmm. can't even say this anymore, kind of like Indian style almost, he's sitting. Remember when we used to do that as kids? Like, everybody sit down, sit down Indian style. I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. I can't believe you just said that. I'm serious. I said something to that to the other day, and, and like it was like a, teach, a kid's teacher, and they're like, you know, I haven't heard that in a long time. Now we tell them to sit like it's some other name they call it. They don't even call it Indian style anymore because you can't do that. Anyway, <laughs> so – but uh, but do you remember what I'm talking about? The um, I, I don't really – I remember him sitting on the fountain. I don't remember the, the part in the background, I guess. I don't know. I can't remember if it's hanging on the wall. I think it's like actually what he's sitting on. Anyway. Oh, so it's on like the fountain thingy? I can't remember. Okay. But but it's definitely there. You can see it. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, Star Wars The Last Jedi suggested the Jedi of old were sworn to serve balance rather than the light side, but lost their way. In the sequel trilogy, Rey's new force powers can be explained by her learning from ancient Jedi texts. Well, thus meaning she too has learned the ways of balance and has therefore unlocked force powers... Potentially unseen for generations. That's cool. I like that, to be honest with you. What do you think about that? I mean, to me, that's really cool. But the problem with it is she kicked Kylo's rear end in The Force Awakens way before she was ever came in contact with these books to give her this power of the light and the dark. Well, I think it's, if and you balance. read on, I don't know if this is the same article, but it's, it's more about... It's not more about you're more light or more dark. It's more about being balanced and having more control of the force. Mm. Yeah, but my, my, my issue with this is, is she didn't have that balance when she beat Kylo in Force Awakens. And since then, she hasn't really beat Kylo. She had the books somewhat in The Last Jedi, and it was kind of a draw. She did have the books in Rise of Skywalker, and yeah, you could say she bested him with kind of the help of Leia slightly distracting him. So anyway, information is being uh, drip-fed, likely as the Lucasfilm story group figure uh, things out themselves, and it's developing into a fascinating new way of viewing the Force. I'll agree with that statement. Uh, the recently published Secrets of the Jedi is an is an in-universe study of the ways of the Jedi. It is supposedly compiled from the notes of Luke Skywalker himself. That's cool. Mark Hamill. And, Go ahead. You know? And one section na- naturally examines the light and dark sides of the Force. Luke knows enough to associate the Prime Jedi with balance, although he doesn't appear to make much of that knowledge, instead ascribing to the traditional light and dark Ooh, I don't know that word. Dichotomy? Yeah. Okay. He does, however, give some fresh insight into balance that adds a new element to the discussion. 
Okay, I'm going to read this this Luke thing, yeah. and then I'm going to be done with it. Ready? Using the Force properly is all about finding balance. This is Luke. He was a Jedi. He was pretty cool back in the 80s. Oh, cool. And some Force users, particularly Force-sensitive children, known by the Jedi as younglings, are able to tap into its energy without an obvious alignment to either side. The Force simply flows through, flows through them in its... Per- purest form. Based on the constant struggles I've witnessed between the light and dark sides of the Force, perhaps their innate neutrality can teach us all a valuable lesson. That is that is good. I am I am so, I am glad I printed this out. So I'm going to read this later. Like, so if you're going back to Baby Yoda, is that because he's uh, young Right. that he's not really been, you know, Corrupted by the dark and or influenced well, he by doesn't the light. recognize the light right. or the dark. He just, he just needs, recognizes right. the power, the he force. He can intuitively tap into the force and right. just use it. Um, and so, he's not yeah. geared one side or the other. Interesting. Because he's not been influenced Correct. one way or the other. So Possibly because he's so young, he maybe doesn't know right or wrong at this yeah. point. He yeah. just knows well, this power. Yeah. Very, very cool to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that more, and I hope they kind of release a little bit more on that because I personally like that. I feel like you're p-p-p-p-pooing. Uh, it's fine. I didn't, it's you know, fine, okay. It's fine. Thank you. I'm so glad the whole, it's fine. The whole, the whole idea of, you know, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're in the middle somehow, you're sh- – you know, you're stronger. I, I always like the idea of a light and a bad, uh, like like a good and a bad. And I so I like the idea of a light and a dark, and that the light side. I do, would I do be too, the, but I'm a, I, I really do. I buy into that, and I think that's entertaining. Yeah. Um, I'm also okay with adding another element to it, which it kind of sounds like this is doing. Mm-hmm. And look, you could look at Luke and be like, Luke is such a just noble person, right? Like his character is just that outstanding compared to normal people that's why he was able to resist the dark side so many times that he did because he's just a good dude you know what i mean almost like a childlike innocence good dude does that make sense it does okay so uh we're gonna jump into clone wars now here's the thing last last week i um or in the last podcast i mentioned that the the episodes are out of order yeah and when we had talked about this like this idea i was like well what if we just do you know what if we watch them in the order they're supposed to be in but i I don't really want to do that i think we just watch them as they aired it wasn't uh the the only reason they 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 showed them they i don't they debuted them out of order was because of the pacing. Right. Yeah, and, you mentioned that. And yeah. then you immediately said, we'll just fix the pacing. Well, yeah. I mean, to me, it, it I agree. So sense, why but. would we want, why would we then, you know, we're going to have this discussion live on the podcast. I have not watched them in order. I watched them as they were released. Yeah. So why are we going to go out of order if we don't agree with the fact that they did yeah, it out so of order? So we're going to watch them as they're released. Well, it's, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, no, why, that's how why, we're going to do it. I, I don't. I don't want to. When we talked, I was like, "Let's maybe we just watch it the way they're, quote unquote, supposed to be watched, right. which is the the real chronological order." Um, which which let me give that to you. So this is the way it, it was supposed to be released. So episode five was actually supposed to be the first one. It's gone with a trace. Episode six, deal no deal, and these are the ones basically starting off with Ahsoka with the girls. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
Episode 6, Deal or No Deal. And then Episode 7, Dangerous Debt. And then Episode 8, Together Again. Those four were the first four. So 5, 6, 7, and 8 were, were really 1, 2, 3, 4. Then Episodes uh, 1, Bad Batch. 2, Distant Echo. 3, Wings of uh, Kyrdex. 4, Unfinished Business were the next four episodes. So the first four, as they showed, were so really... So they're not the, really that out of order. They're flipped. Yeah. Then 9, 9 10, 11, and 12 um, aired as they were supposed to. Right. So really, okay. it's the they flipped the middle yeah. and, the, and the beginning. Top The first half, yeah. four in the middle and the first four okay. in the beginning. Okay. And, and it, it, it seems to me those episodes didn't tie into each other that much, so... Yeah, it seemed okay. I mean, I... You know, there might be one or two parts where it's kind of like you might kind of well, notice she, a little bit. Well, Ahsoka sees Anakin at some point in yeah. one of those episodes, and it gets that's where it got kind of confusing. Yeah, me. right. And that's that's a relation to how they skip these. That, right. That's why you notice that. All right. So let's. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do it the way they premiered. Okay. You're so, the boss. Uh, ba- uh, the Bad Batch is what we're gonna watch. Um. So I'm gonna through the magic of editing. We're going to be right into this. Uh, here we go, Jacob. We've only tried this like five times now. The Bad Batch. I like Embrace this others for their differences, for that is what makes you whole. I missed it. We went too quick. Yeah, I did go quick. <laughs> Oh, now I remember this episode. This is a good one. Yeah. This episode kind of makes you realize why there's some frustration between Anakin and Mace, I feel like. Yeah. So that's who, that's who we start off with. Um, Please, Captain. We're gonna have to talk at some point. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. I mean, this is this is the second time I've watched it, so I'm extremely intrigued by it. But what we have going on is this is the point where Rex realizes that he thinks his old ally. But the losses we are experiencing. Yeah, they keep losing, and it's like they, they, they know what we're doing. They're one step ahead of us. How are they? It's my strategy that droids know. My playbook. Yeah, they, they, know our, they know the playbook. If the droids can learn to defeat him, we may all be vulnerable. And they think it's Echo, right? Yeah. I don't think they know that at this point. Oh, it seems like, yeah. it seems like you're right, yeah. Well, I think we find out shortly. Right. If you think it'll help turn this fight around, get going. It's great that they got Sam Jackson back to do the voice, right? right? Is that a joke? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I I would be okay with someone paying me twenty thousand dollars an episode to sound like Samuel L. Jackson. Anakin's hair grew a lot longer in these. Well, he he looks like you're gearing up for uh, yeah, Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith. Sith. You're right. Yeah. So this is that. Uh... Oh, so you're right. So maybe this is where he's thinking about Echo, Echo here. Yeah. yeah. Of course I'm right, Brian. Come on. <laughs> 
The clones were the clones and the interactions between the clones and getting to know the clones were really probably some of my favorite parts of the Clone Wars. Did you make it through most of the clones? Did Did you get through up to six or up to six, yeah. Okay, wow. So yeah, I mean it gives them a little bit of a humanity. For sure. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So you're right. So Rex does think that Echo yeah. is still out there in the very first one. Yeah, so you're right. You're yeah. right. You have to admit what you're saying is a long shot at best and most likely misplaced hope. I need you to be focused on this. I know. I know. Don't worry. So who is Rex talking to there? What squad are we taking in? I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Carry on. No, I, I don't remember his name. Yeah. So this part I thought was kind of funny. I think this is the part. Well, it's. Uh, I think it's supposed. No, part. I think you're right. I think it's supposed to be funny here. Is this, this the, is the bad batch coming out? Oh, not the bad batch. Oh. I thought this maybe was in one of the other, where uh, Anakin's talking to Padme and he has has Rex oh, standing no, outside no. the that, door. Oh no, no, that's coming up. That's coming up. Yeah. So we got the bad batch coming in. The animation it's really good. got it's drastically really good. better with yeah. each season. See, when, yeah, see, when he initially said desirable mutations, I thought they were going to come out with like an ear on their forehead and stuff like that. But really the only one that seems to have a mutation is the guy with like a glass eye, the big guy. Yeah, they all kind of they all kind of look a little different though. You know, we, we got a little freezing on our end here, but uh... a little freezing <laughs> <laughs> or completely frozen. Yeah. So strong-looking abdomen there. However, he has arrived. All right, so we got the bad batch exiting from the plane. A little bit of technical difficulties there. So these guys look though. I, I like the uh, I like the red. I like how they all look a little different. Right. Um, the one dude kind of has the Punisher feel, right? It well, looks, so that looks exactly like the Punisher's logo. So he's. Uh, oh wait, which one are you talking about? Bandana guy. Well, I guess they oh, all okay. kind of have that so same he's, skull look. He's the leader. Right. Um, and they they wanted them to actually have like an 80s look. I read a little bit about oh, this. Oh, okay. And so that's why you got the leader. And we're sorry, we're terrible with names. I don't remember names, but that's why he has long hair, and um, and like kind of like the the Rambo look, you know, right. with the bandana. So yeah, we got crosshair. We got tech. You can know him because he literally has a crosshair yeah. tattooed on his right yeah. eye. Which, you, anytime you're in a group like this, you always got to have, like, the sniper guy, right? Yeah, you got the you leader, you got the, the sniper guy, you got the nerdy tech guy, and you got, like, the muscle. The big muscle guy. The muscle guy. Yeah. You got the whole it's, group. So all the, all the genres right, are right there. Right out of the 80s. Yeah. 
So I like that. I like yeah. how they, I don't know if you guys can hear this in the podcast, but it's the part where, you know, you start to get some uh, arguing between the Bad Batch and the, the rest of the group. And the Bad Batch call the regular clone troopers regs. And I think that's cool because they they got kind of a stigma because they have, you know, uh, uh, what what they call them? Mutations. Uh, mutations, right? And so people have this thing about them, but they call other people yeah, regs. The normal right? clones, yeah, which is regs. like 99% of the clones, they call yeah. them regs. So that's kind of cool. They're kind of liberated in a sense when yeah. you think about it. Yeah, it, it seems like they are free to make their own decisions. Yeah. There's no one in control of them from like the Jedi Council or anything yeah. like that. They are They're the ones who get called in when they really need something taken care of. Yeah. So we got those spider droid things shooting down the uh, the ship there. Really would be helpful if we knew their names right now. Yeah. Scraping the uh, the wing just scrapes off on the side of the canyon, crash landing. I think this is really loud. See, I got a I got a Ot two vibe with this one because of like the glass shattering, almost like a glass planet. I know it's not the right color. I know it's probably not even the right texture or density of the planet. But when you see the 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 ship crash. It's like glass breaking, and it sounds like it. So here's Wrecker saving uh, saving one of the clones. Oh, it's Cody. Cody. It yeah. is Cody, Commander Cody. Good job. Yeah, that's terrible. We're, we're terrible Star Wars fans. Just going to lift the ship. I mean, that is some brute strength right there. Yeah. That is a mutation that I would be okay with having. Because he flips the entire ship over to uh, yeah. rescue Captain Cody, Commander the Reg. Cody. Commander Cody, the Reg. It's pretty bad that we didn't know his name. You realize that? He has internal damage. It's 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 not it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> Doesn't help our cred. Uh, so now we see the battle droids coming. Kiati Mundi. <laughs> I just go back to the prequels. Yeah, this this is a great part of coming here. Plan 82 shockwave. This is where they grab the uh, piece of the wreckage and just go running full steam towards the droids. Solid uh, 50 to 60 battle droids coming at them. And battle droids are weak, weak sauce. But there's five clones. The mutated clones, the Bad Batch. And they're just mowing them down with the help of Wrecker holding a piece of the debris blocking the blast from the battle droids. Nah. And then, uh, you know, I like um, I like how Tech and Crosshair work together. They do. Tech, they do that often Tech has that cool visor that comes down, and, and he's basically the spotter for the sniper, right? right? Which is really cool. Yeah, he gives them the co- coordinates of yeah. where and when and how to throw it. Yeah. Well, shoot, and then yeah, then yeah. then uh, had I think Wrecker throw the grenade. Mm. 
Now, who is that on the spider droid? Uh, it's the... The leader? It's, the leader. Uh, it's happening so fast. So that was, what, 20 seconds? 40 droids taken out by the Bad Batch. Yeah, it's possible. And this is where you really recognize their ability. Right, as the rags just stand back and uh, watch all what went down. Yeah. So now, um, now we move on to uh, this this uh, droid. It, it kind of looks like um, kind of. It reminds me of the solo droid L three. Oh, it does. Yep. Um, yeah. L something. I don't know if that's what that's supposed to look like. They don't sound alike. Oh, that's no. not the right droid talking. So this is a Clone Wars. I can't think of this guy's name. This is Clone Wars regular. He's in almost every season of Clone Wars. We see him in Attack of the Clones on uh, um, Genosis. Can't think of his name. Brian? We're just going to continue to uh, uh, we'll, showcase our horrible Star Wars skills. We'll wait for them to say the name. Now we have the camp out with the regs and the Bad Batch. So the the main leader guy is a tracker. That's I think right his big skill. Hunter, that's his name. Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, there you go. I I can get in tune with that. He's got heightened senses like a cyber center, and he can feel the electromagnetic frequencies from any planet on the earth. Wow. He's pretty cool, though. Hunter, if they made, like, a Black Series figure of him, I'd probably get that. He's got the whole 80s vibe. He does. He's cool. cool. And he also is the one that kind of is, I mean, it's cool that he's the leader. That while he has probably the same frustrations as the rest of the characters or group of the Bad Batch, he kind of keeps himself and the rest of them in line to focus on the task at hand and not go... Out of that task. You can't talk to Captain Rex like that. Says who? Oh. Put him down. Stay out. Hey, watch it. Yeah, so back to the uh, Come on. the arguing between the groups. So it seems to me like Hunter, you know, two times now, he kind of really, well, no, I think um, I think Rex kind of got the group in line the first time, but this time Hunter gets the group back all in line. Right. Well, if you made it this far in the commentary, I really appreciate it. It's our yeah. first time, and it is... It's a lot harder than we thought. So now here we are. We arrive at the base. We got some droids standing outside. 
classic Star Wars, right? Reminds me of Return of the Jedi when they come up to the uh, to the base there and uh, stormtroopers are standing outside. They're there with the Ewoks. Ewok takes off on the speeder. No? I could not agree with you more. <laughs> there we go. Oh, this episode's coming back to me more now. This yeah. is where you kind of see the more espionage style that they have while they were in the thick of it and had to lay down 40 of them before. Right. So they get in the base. They're now in the espionage. Go right up to the tower. Just take everyone out, um, as you would expect. Right. It's, it's You know what? It's nice seeing... Because if this was a Jedi, it would be so fast, so quick, nice. so easy. The team effort part of it and everybody kind of doing their own thing and using different styles and different weapons is is really cool about the Bad Batch. So there's Tech picking up on a, a signal of the platoon droids coming. Boy, we should uh, we should try not to have a lot of dead air. Uh, <laughs> right, it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot harder. So you got the guys on the bikes. It now. would help if we've seen this more than yeah. Uh, once. Yeah, maybe you know. Um, you know what's going on? Maybe it's Roger, Roger. <laughs> We got the guys, the droids being taken out. Gonna go to the cyber center now. So, who's your favorite Bad Batch character? Do you think? Uh, boy, for me, I think it's it's always been the sharpshooter guy. So, I think Crosshair is my guy. He kind of comes across a little bit like a it's kind of a jerk. a hole yeah. somewhat. Yeah. But the sharpshooter guy is always my favorite guy in, in these types of team atmospheres. Hunter is is really cool. The fact that he can track stuff and that's his. Strength, his mutated strength, I guess, is really cool. So what's going on now is they've calculated the fact that they're basically, I think, right, correct me if I'm wrong, right, I think they're going opposite of what the droid yeah. army thinks they're going to do because they're the Bad Batch yeah. and, and, and Captain Rex knows that they're kind of in tune to what they're thinking. No. So they're kind of going oppo in a way, and it's throwing off the droid army's calculations it, yeah. of their attack. They're going about it a way that Echo isn't familiar with. Correct. Right? A strategy that he's not familiar with, and because and of that, they're being caught off guard. And I think the Bad Batch obviously helps with that um, because they have their own way of, right. of doing yeah, no things doubt. as well. Because so. they're not you know, normal stormtroopers. Uh, right. Stormtroopers, clone troopers doing their thing. Uh, all right, now we're into the cyber center. I think that's what it was called. And uh, just just blasting yeah. droids. Uh, so useless the battle droids are. Yeah. They, you know, always have been. Never seen them do anything worthwhile. No. no. This is this is a tough episode to uh, 
There's so much action. It's a lot, and, uh, lot of action. This is the biggest one. It's very easy to just sit there and watch it. I mean, that's what they were going it. for. This is the yeah. first episode premiere. The visuals are fantastic. Yeah. You see everything that's happening. You're not it's following just, so just one character. Right. There's one character on the screen performing an action while two or three in the background are performing right. a different action. And it's, it's great to watch. And it's very different than any Clone Wars episodes you've seen before because of the Bad Batch, which is... So that, that guy... Where did you come from? Yeah. It's like, they're all... Yeah. You should have just shot him. Yeah. But they're your battle that's droids. That's your so. battle droids. Roger, roger. So I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what that was. That's the uh, that's the thing that drops off all the. Oh yeah, here they yeah, come. There you go. Here they come. Oh, so these are your super. Yeah, these battle are the upgraded droids. battle droids now. The super, right? Super battle droids. Um, tech still working on the computer. Now I remember this part. Thing. This is where Rex is going to realize that his. I'm giving it away. I'm giving it away. Rex yeah. is going to realize that his intuition of Echo is correct. Not a program. It's a live, signal. live signal from another planet. Skako Minor. Don't know that planet. Yeah, so everything that Rex has kind of been realizing is he's figuring it out right now. Yeah, see, Crosshair's got the tech that I like, man. Recognizing different ships through his... Uh, visor. Yeah, visor. So, so they're patching into the signal, and you hear these sounds, and they uh, computerize sounds, but they sound almost human-like. And so, yeah, I mean, Rex, Rex like knows yeah. it's it's Echo. Yeah. Um, and then we got uh, Crosshair just taking out some droids, and and hopping on board to steal a uh, the ship that they came in on. He's got to go pick up the rest of the crew that is getting um, overrun by the super battle droids that just got dropped off. Wrecker has, you know, what you would call a fully automatic. He's a he a heavy assault uh, type weapon warrior. Yeah. You know, the nice thing about this too is tech, right? That's the computer guy, the genius guy. You also see him do some action, you know? Remember Power Rangers, Billy the Blue Ranger? Did you ever watch Power Rangers? I did Rangers? not get into oh, okay. Power Rangers at all. Billy was like the scientist guy, and he was basically useless. Like, every time there was a fight, Billy got in trouble. But so, that's not the case with Tech. So he I can just hold noticed, his own in a fight. Uh, they, um, they asked the signal who it was or whatever, and it said CT-1409. So was that... Like Clone Trooper yep. 1409. Yeah, it's gonna. I think that's gonna explain that here in a minute. So here we go. Uh, Crosshair has Crosshair loaded up the group. They're escaping the from the. Not Super one of them gets Wars. shot, which is just classic Star Wars. Right. So you got a smart general there. He wants to know what was this all about. Uh oh. Yeah. What? So they know. Uh, they know the separatists know they're gonna go to uh, Skako Minor now. 
Um, Which so is it, where they had their crown jewel guy who's been right. winning them a lot of battles, and that that is um, yeah. Echo. Echo. So here we go. CT1409, he's explaining that it was Echo's number. Yeah. So I didn't decide to remember that. But, yeah, so a confirmation that he is alive. And that's it. So Rex was right. That is it. Boy. I, we, we did good. Uh, we did okay. Hey, if you made it through this, I appreciate it. Yeah. We'll try We'll try to get a little better on this. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, it's it, it's entertaining stuff. We you like want to just sit. Wars, you just want to sit here and watch. <laughs> sit and and watch. hopefully you guys watch it with us. But that's not quality podcasting, yeah. which we've never been capable of doing. <laughs> and I've, I've heard... Um, you know, uh, Rebel Force Radio, and I don't mind throwing them out there. I've no. heard them do these uh, commentaries, not with Clone Wars, but other things. And they do an excellent job. You know, usually there's three of them on there when they do stuff like that. But uh, they're just they're just pros. Right. And we're just we're just like average Joes. You right. know what I mean? But um, at best. Yeah. But so that there you go. That was uh, the Bad Batch. Um, that was the first episode that premiered. And, um, you know. Yeah, within the next so week much or action. two, I think I think you might be gone for it at some point. Yeah. We'll um, surely we'll have some more news come our way, and uh, I'll tell you what, man. I think I can I think I can wait and watch uh, the next episode of Clone Wars and. And hopefully we're a little bit more polished when we watch it and able to break it down a little bit. Yeah, more. so we just need we just hopefully don't want our you to have. We're able to hear some of that. Yeah, in the maybe background, you could hear some. So maybe it jogged along. some of your memory, but um, you know we, we'll try to be cognizant of dead air, not just sit, <laughs> sit here and watch. But um, oh, yeah. But anyways, hope hope you kind of enjoyed that. Um, thought it was a better way than just sitting there talking about the episode, but um, you know actually watching it and talking about it as it. Well, happened, it certainly but, brings things back to memory yeah. that that we probably wouldn't have remembered yeah. um, just you, talking about it do you think we'll see the bad batch again well we talked last week about a possible bad batch spinoff um whether or not that comes to fruition i don't know i i i'd watch it as long as they don't you know as long as there's not a star wars bad batch season one through nine with 30 episodes in each you know season uh you know we, we talked a lot about how we like the different characters. We like their special abilities. We, you know, I mean, that's something that I'm really into. I talked last week about how X-Men is my favorite Marvel group because it's a team, because it's a team with different characters and abilities and personalities. And the Bad Batch has all that. And it's set in a time frame that I, that I very much enjoy. Now, seeing these guys outside of this time frame, right? So fast forward this same group like 25 years from now in OT times that would be that would be pretty cool right yeah so but we'll see as I'm putting you to sleep I'm sorry it's late <laughs> alright we're gonna wrap this thing up if you made it this long hey I, I really do appreciate it um you know what uh we're, we're gonna we're gonna get some things kicked off here in the near future we wanna we wanna kinda make this thing a little better um you know probably get the get the Facebook page really kick in. Jacob's going to take care of that. Nope. Uh, work on, work <laughs> on a, a website um, as well. And then, um, you know, one thing you can help us with is, uh, you know, give us a review on iTunes. Give us some stars. Start getting the podcast out there. Um, you know, but uh, we, we would really we would really appreciate some, some more support. So if you are a faithful listener, which I know we do have some, 
you know, uh, leave us leave us uh, a review on on uh, iTunes. Give us some stars, a lot of them. And then uh, in the future, in the coming weeks, we'll announce ways that you can reach out to us, get back on track with that through emails and voicemails and you know um, some other ways to communicate. But we would really like some some interaction with Absolutely. our listeners because. I mean, there's- Although we joke about it, we do have listeners. We do. We, yeah. we we have a few. We see them here and there, and we'd like to actually hear from them. I know occasionally, every every once in a while, when we go on there, and I realize, holy crap, that many people listen to our episode. Um, it, it is it is thrilling to know that we have a, a handful of people out there that listen to listen to the podcast, and we'd certainly like to have some interaction to get them. You know what their thoughts are, any questions that they might have, um, and, and kind of get them more involved in the podcast and make it fun for us. I hope it would make it fun for our listeners. Yeah, and maybe even have some listeners on. You know, we've talked for about sure. that. And there's yep. a couple that have already expressed interest. So we're we're gonna wrap this thing up. Uh, join us, join us in another week for another thrilling episode of Star Wars Rant Podcast. Be safe, be kind. Goodbye. <laughs>